0: Warning, the following is a conversation between friends who share a love of faith, off-kilter ideas, and sometimes overuse of foul language. They may be Christian, but they're still in progress. So let's have some fun. T, how you doing, buddy? Doing alright, man. It is, what, 1.25 in the morning? Yep, burning the
1: midnight <laughs> oil. Yeah, with a,
0: <laughs> with a cup of coffee and Copenhagen chewing tobacco.
1: Gotta love that. <laughs> I need it to survive. Yep. Oh, so. I live off sarcasm and coffee.
0: So I live on sarcasm, coffee, coffee <laughs> um, Copenhagen chewing tobacco, as I said, and sometimes overuse of the word fuck. Whoa. <laughs> so, I mean, it just Brace yourself, on the kids. You're
1: for yeah. a
0: bumpy ride. Yeah, this isn't, you know, driving Miss Daisy or nothing like that. This is some really colorful language of some boys who just happen to have faith in Jesus. So, buckle in. So,
1: Alright, let's get this thing started, huh?
0: Yeah, so speaking of faith in Jesus, T, when did you first
1: come into your full faith of Jesus? Well, uh, the story, uh, like I I grew up in church and... I always kind of had a faith base growing up and everything, and I did the whole youth group, all that. But I didn't really have a personal relationship with Jesus until I was probably in like my mid-twenties um, when I uh, had went to a men's retreat, and my dad happened to be the the evangelist that led me to the Lord. And, and I tangibly felt the Holy Spirit for the first time in my life, and I couldn't deny the Holy Spirit, and that's when I really kind of like springboarded into my faith, so very nice what about very what nice. about you Jay? Oh well, mine's a little more colorful than that um if
0: you people couldn't already tell um, <laughs> i I grew up in in the church until about the age of eleven. I went to church with my grandmother and about the age of 11, I started fully paying attention to, <clears throat> excuse me, how things were being ran at this particular church, and I didn't like or appreciate the fact that um, they seemed to be more concerned about getting more money out of the people oh, that went there. I definitely feel that, man. And instead of focusing on the message, and... So my, you know, blunt interpretation, even as a young man, was what kind of God could exist that would allow this type of person to represent them, especially in front of a mass of people. Yeah, that makes sense. I get that. And so I went from going to church three times a week, Sunday school, the whole nine. Right. To run in the streets, drinking, smoking, smoking <laughs> weed, I mean, oh, I was yeah. doing everything. I mean, I was fighting everyone with a face. <laughs> 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 I mean it was just it was bad, man, and then um I basically denounced God in general of all kinds. Yeah. I always had a faith in something. That never completely died, so I guess I went from a Lutheran
1: faith more to uh, what would be called the agnostic. Gotcha. Yeah, and that makes sense. I, I've known quite a few people who have gone gone down that road. A lot of them call themselves atheists, but in reality, they're agnostics. You know, yeah, it's kind but of a fine line there. Yeah, but a lot of people who unfortunately use the word atheist
0: instead of agnostics don't know proper definitions. That's true. And in today's day and age where we have, you know, dictionaries and full computers, let alone in our pockets, you know, you would think people would be a little better at words. But I digress. So.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you would think, right? But. So. Got smartphones and dumbass people. (laughs) Ain't that the fucking (laughs) truth. (laughs) Ain't that the truth. But,
0: so, um, when my grandmother passed away um in january of uh 2018 mm-hmm. and this woman was the true definition of faith or having of faith and t of course put his coffee cup down right next to the laptop <laughs> we're
1: recording on so sorry about that people uh, yeah he has no respect no respect welcome to the more than bones podcast kids
0: yeah you know, first one, we don't have any fancy microphones. We don't have any fancy this is sound. Raw boards. uncut. Raw uncut audio. We ain't even got intro music. <laughs> this is just recording on a laptop microphone, so if it sounds like shit, I apologize. We're working on it. Yep. It'll so, be better. Trust yeah. us. A little down the road, we just got to get some money saved up. Everybody knows that shit ain't cheap. So,
1: ain't and none that, brother. Appreciate it. <laughs> and
0: so, another thing, y'all. Better strap strapped in for as we go on tangents. So I apologize, but we will finish the story, I promise.
1: So getting back to it. Yeah, if um, you didn't notice, uh if you don't notice Jay's testimony was, you know, probably about ten times longer than mine, you know, I'm kinda short and to the point, but you know, you'll hear You'll hear my story throughout this podcast, and that's that's for certain. Short but. stories for a shorter stature. This man, <laughs> short <laughs> stature, but I'm a mighty warrior for Christ. Though. Amen, bro. As always.
0: But um, so um, to give you a little backstory on her, um, she's had pretty much every health problem you could think of. When I was growing up, she had everything from a brain tumor to heart attacks to strokes, all the way up to. Um, Luke Eric's disease which is what ended up finally taking her life but throughout all of that she never lost faith and unfortunately I could not stomach the fact that my grandmother had passed away and also living with the guilt and knowing that just like a lot of people who are too ashamed to admit let alone to the world that I didn't see her as much as I should have I didn't call her as much as I should have. I got busy with my own life, just like people do. Right. And so instead of grieving and moving past it, um, I put through my family through a lot of hell on earth, man. I mean, I I hit the bottle harder than I ever had in my entire life. I was drunk every single day from January That year, two days after she passed away, until the summer of that year. And I only remember about two weeks worth of time. And I was working a full time job, working 65 hours a week, and had two kids at home. And finally, got an ultimatum that I had to quit drinking or lose my family. And woke up one day. Just with this itch that I just couldn't figure out what it was. All I knew was that I had to go to church. Mm -hmm. And the missus actually recommended where we go now. And we got there, and I didn't know what to expect. You know, I hadn't been to a church other than for weddings and funerals in 15 years. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And... So I had my nice clothes on. You know, oh, you got yeah. your dress pants and your yep. dress shirt and
1: your tie. And Get your
0: Sunday best on. Yep. yep. And walk in and I see dudes in sleeveless shirts and shorts and make me look like I don't have a single tattoo on me, you know. <laughs> right. And I'm like, okay, that's a little different. Okay, I kind of like this already. And five minutes into that, <clears throat> excuse me, into that first worship song, I, for the first time in my entire life, was overcome with such a... I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it right now. This overwhelming, unadulterated feeling of peace. Mm -hmm. And it was the most powerful and terrifying
1: experience of my life. (laughs) Right. It's It's that peace that surpasses all understanding, you know, like the Bible talks about. And, you know, like that... That's always been, like, a hard thing for me to grasp, but, like, when you fail it, like, you, you know, like, you're like, wow, this is, this is weird, like, this is, <laughs> like, you know, crazy, like, I I feel peaceful even though I'm going through chaos, but in the middle of my chaos, I'm like, I got that peace, you know, and, like, that's where, that's what comes in, you know, when, when Jesus comes in and just, like, grabs a hold of you and gives you that overwhelming peace, you're just like, wow. You know, it's like one of those big wow moments, you
0: know? Most definitely, the
1: way, the way that I explained it, excuse me, I'm sorry
0: guys, been drinking coffee, I got this phlegm buildup now, um, the way I explained it to the missus was, it literally felt like I got bitch slapped by God.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it was literally, like, it was literally just like, uh, like, there's no other way to put it, it was just like a, a, across the face. Right. Like, been trying to get you here for how long, motherfucker? But now but, <laughs> right? but now you finally here because you ain't yeah, got definitely. nowhere else to go. Yeah, and that's what I find is the most beautiful thing. And you know, a lot of people don't like when you talk so openly about faith and believing in God. Right. But it's but the people that are always the first to go, tell me more. Mm-hmm. Are people that have nowhere else to turn to. Their families have turned their back on them. Life sucks. Their girlfriend cheated on them. They lost their job. They're homeless. Whatever. Right. You know, and it's, excuse me, lack of a better word, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, it's when, the way that I always say it is if God can embrace a motherfucker like me,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When I sure as fuck didn't deserve it, right? He can embrace anybody. Oh yeah, for sure, amen. And because of Christ alone, mm-hmm. I'm almost ten. I am a week
1: and a half away from ten months sober already, brother. Yeah, I'm proud of you for that, man. And it's like every day. I, ju- I just, I just posted on my social media page today, like, oh, like I just, I just felt, you know, compelled to post. You know, I'm just so proud of all the people that my friends that I've seen overcome addiction, because, you know, let's be real, like, life fucking sucks some days, you know, and, like, you know, and, and luckily for, you know, by the grace of God, I never got into drugs and alcohol to the extent where, you know, took over my life, and I thank God every day for that, but I've, I've seen people struggle, and I get it, you know, I've been, I've been close, you know, I've been close to the fire, but I just haven't, Dove into that, but I understand it. you know I get it, you know, oh most definitely, and a good um
0: metaphor for it for me at least mm-hmm. and I guess it's kind of a simile too, as you know, like when you get baptized, right, which I can't wait to um talk with the youth pastor because I'm supposed to get my baptism next month
1: um. <clears throat> excuse me that's gonna be a great month man oh dude i know we're gonna so come excited. back with a great podcast too uh, for you guys after that just so you know oh yeah we'll I be back before that, that. <laughs> oh, definitely. but that one's gonna be hype so yep. get ready get for get one. brace
0: yourselves kids. um so is like how you get baptized you know you get baptized in water right because jesus christ is the living water mm-hmm. right the way that i explain it is sometimes before you can be baptized in
1: water you got to be baptized by fire. You know, the Bible even even speaks on that, you know. And I'm not like, you know, I come I come to you guys like I don't I don't have a theological degree or whatever. I might not know what the scripture verse is or whatever, but I know enough of the word where I'm like, hey, I I know I read that in the Bible somewhere. And, you know, FYI, Google is a great Bible study tool for anybody out there that's looking, what does the Bible say about XYZ? type it in and and that's a great oh, yeah. or, great resource man like you know or you version or you version you U- version is great yeah you can you search
0: it and yep it's an excellent mobile app available on all smartphones and but to me personally there's nothing better than just cracking open the solid word man
1: oh yeah <coughs> Excuse <clears> me, especially man. in our technological age like like i love having the bible on my phone don't get me wrong but there's something about opening up a paper Bible and you're not being distracted by Facebook or, you know, someone's vacation or pictures of their kids or whatever. And you're just in the word, you know, and and I I actually was at a life group today. And we talked about like going away on a, on a retreat, like just by yourself with you and God and no technology and how that how that's good way to like refresh yourself and I'm actually in the process of planning to do that for myself. I don't know when, but it's gonna happen, you know. It'd definitely and, be good though. Yeah. Man. And like go to like a cabin, find someone who has a cabin I can rent out or whatever and just go be with me and God for a weekend and you know, and and well. see where God works in in my life and you know. Well and I always find personally
0: like I mean don't get me wrong I mean, anybody from the church, if you happen to stumble on this, don't take this the wrong way now. Right. But I love our church that we go to. Oh, I love it too. I, I love our pastor. I love the messages they do. The worship team is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the coffee is always good. I mean, everything oh, yeah. is just so great. But at the same time, like, the best moments that I have where I feel closest to God is when I'm just sitting outside. Right. Just listening to the birds chirp, mm-hmm. watching the breeze go through the trees, yeah. watching the clouds go by. Love like it. it's something so simplistic like that. Yeah. Where I am not like most people, especially most quote unquote Christian people. Because mm-hmm. pretty sure it's been established by now for anyone who's listening that we're not your standard Christian folk. No. I've never heard a standard Christian person say "fuck" and I chew Copenhagen chewing tobacco and all that crazy shit. But,
1: but if you've never been kicked off a drama team in your your youth group, then you're not my type. Not much. I mean, you know, I've been there too. You know, I've been an outcast in the church, and then you know, and and honestly, up until I found the la- the church that that Jay and I go to, I I I loved. You know, I love the pastor, I love the sermon, but you know, be God's honest truth, I didn't really care for a lot of people, you know. Oh yeah. I so and so. this is the first church where I genuinely like the people. Most know? definitely.
0: And that's And maybe we... in
1: few future podcasts we'll drop that name, but we're not gonna we're not gonna you know, throw that out there just yet because we don't want to, you know, burn bridges or anything. But right. We don't want it. The funniest thing. We is don't like, want us to be the face of that church. Right. Essentially. And we'll, not, not that, not that that's bad or anything that we just, we don't want our, you know, crassness or whatever our bullshit that we talk about to like reflect on the church because we don't want see people to see it in a bad light. Well, and it's not, and it's not just that, but it's, it's, um,
0: the main thing is not just that, but it's a pri, not trying to sound weird, but it's a privacy thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because we have some people from the older generation that go to, a lot of them that go to our church. Oh, yeah. And, but there's a lot of young bucks that you know damn well. Hey. As soon as they leave that church, they're going off and causing all kinds of hell and making God face palm and shit. <laughs> you know?
1: I know I've made God face palm you oh, know, plenty of times. Oh, dude, <laughs> like, we all do. Every like, day. let's be let's be real, people. Come on, every day.
0: <laughs> and the the main reason why we did this, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't for the church. It wasn't for the people at the church. Unless y'all happen to become listeners, then welcome. Right, but it's primarily for the misfit ones, man. Like you said, and you know that's why we came up with the with the name more than bones, man. Because it's like we are the rebel Christian folk. Mm -hmm. We are the ones that are not afraid to say the word fuck. No, not afraid to tell you to go fuck yourself.
1: That's true. But
0: at the same time, we ain't afraid to give you a hug either if you need it. We ain't
1: afraid to put the word on you if you need it. Wait. And also, one thing I'll point out is we're not afraid. Like some people love being in their little Christian bubble; they love being in their Christian bubble. They love listening to music that's played on on contemporary Christian radio stations. They love they love to be in the club, quote unquote. You know, and I've my mission field is not being in this Christian bubble club and hoping that, you know, these people come to us. It's we go out, and we're in the communities, we're in the world, and we're going. You know, I went to a death metal concert a couple months ago, and my buddy's band, their Christian death metal band, opened for them, and it was just a great experience to see they're being welcomed by the metal community, even though they had different beliefs and opposite beliefs. But that is what we are called to do as Christians is to go into the world and into the darkness, but if you're so stuck in your little Christian bullshit little bubble, you're not gonna step out and do what God has called you to do, and that's kind of like jay and i if if I can speak for Jay, I think that's kind of like our heart behind this whole podcast is we want like you know we we want to be authentic, we want to be real we want, like we want. To be, like, someone that you could see, like, sitting next to you, next to you and, like, a place that you wouldn't normally think a Christian would go, but, like, you know, shining their light in the darkness. Because the the, the light shines brighter in the darkness than if you're, like, surrounded by a lot of like-minded, you know, people who believe in Jesus and this, and it's this whole holier-than-thou meeting, you know. Well, and
0: to dive deeper than that, By in case anybody's turned us off by now, for the few that are still listening, <laughs> basically by that, to put it
1: blunter... If you made it 20 minutes into this podcast, you're you're now friends with us right now. Right. Cheers. So, salute <laughs> to you. I owe you a coffee. Right. <laughs> so,
0: to put it blunter, because I'm the blunter of the two of us, I would say, wouldn't you think?
1: Yeah. I would say that I'm I I'm a little more reserved, a little more conservative. You're like, you know, and I just don't give a shit. No, you just don't give a fuck. So,
0: so, (laughs) but so to put it blunter, and by Christian bubble, like basically what it means is that when you see those people that go out day to day and be like, well, I'm Christian, and they cherry pick, Mm -hmm. they take little pieces out of the scriptures. Mm-hmm. to make themselves feel better and okay. to be able to judge other people now
1: to now to be fair I, I gotta give them grace too because I've been you know known to cherry pick too I mean we all do it we're all human you know let's be real yeah so, but those
0: are the people that yeah. never admit that they have a that's problem that's true
1: and I, I said it the other day when I was talking to my buddy I said the hardest people I have a like have the hardest people group that I have a hard time giving grace to is uh, other Christians, you know, because of their, like, for lack of a better term, their fakeness, you know, like they're just, oh, like, because, being fake. Well, because they Shallow. go, because
0: those type of people, you know, and this is basically to put it blunter, you're stereotype Christians. Right. These are the kind of people that you see in the You're Net Flanders. Yeah. yeah, you're Ned Flanders. <laughs> Oakley doakley, motherfucker. <laughs> <Right>? So, <laughs> for um, sure but basically where they you know they put on the three piece suits and their nice sunday dresses and they mm-hmm. show up and they're sweet to everybody and they be like peace be with you and also good with you in your
1: life and, and you know, god is good
0: god is good all the time and all the time god is good and whatever hey. else but as soon as they go home they talk shit yeah, they're talking. Well, did you see what Susie right. was wearing today? Right. Did you or they
1: verbally what... abused their wife, you know, their kids, whatever. Or they I've talk seen shit. it. Yeah, so have I. <laughs> or they talk shit about their neighbors who have yep. been nothing but sweet to them. Right. Like the way that I describe. Or they it, judge me because I showed up to church in a in a death metal T-shirt, you know, and they're talking about me on the ride home. Who knows? I don't know.
0: <laughs> we'll come back to that one. Because right. <laughs> I got a funny story about that. But, based, yeah. but also, like, the way that I always say it is just because you call yourself a Christian, you have the right to not necessarily like someone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not going to like every human being you come into contact with. It's not humanly possible. No. I don't care how much grace you have. Right. Only Jesus Christ had enough grace to love and genuinely like other people. Right. Like every other person, rather. Right. Like, we all dislike someone. Mm-hmm. But if you can't say it to their fucking face... Right. Shut the fuck up. Exactly, like, right. And I can go on about that for two fucking hours. <laughs> I've done it before. <laughs> oh, you can ask I, I know you have. Because... Oh, for sure, yeah. Because my biggest thing is... And you know, I can't stand fake bullshit. Right. I am nowhere near perfect. Right. I am the definition of the broken face. hmm Right? Right. And... But when you pour the grace in... You pour the gold in, you know, like they they still do. I think it's in China or Japan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When a vase breaks, they pour the gold in. Oh, yeah. To, to fill glisten. In the cracks, yep. To glisten because they rather... I think they I rather, heard that in a sermon once. They would rather... I'm getting to it. Yep. <laughs> where, they rather, where they would rather reflect on the imperfections because it makes them um, individual. Yeah. Instead of making unique. them all... Thank you. Unique. Yep. Better word. Yeah. And... Instead of trying to make everything the same. Because the biggest problem is everybody tries to be cookie cutter bullshit. Yeah. You know? Everybody tries to be cookie cutter. And everybody tries to be like, well, you gotta do this and you gotta do that. So if you heard a random noise, I had to give him a water. <laughs> gotta you hydrate. Can, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. You gotta speak this way. You gotta dress this way. Mm-hmm. You gotta think this way. You gotta give this much money. Mm-hmm. To anyone who fully believes that, you, I know where you're going, and you ain't going north. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because people who act like that, God knows where your heart is. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell people. God looks all the, at
1: the heart. That's what I tell Ash all the time. God's not God's not concerned about your Instagram account. For real. Like Facebook? Yeah. But, Facebook, Instagram, filtered pictures. Like, Man, dude, remember back in our day when like filtered pictures were only like... And playboys and shit (laughs) you know like and now it's like or even or like or like maybe playboys bad example cut that out oh no we're leaving that in okay well anyway anyway airbrush (laughs) magazines but like it used to be like magazines like models and stuff and now nobody's real anymore like they're they're fake you know and and all of be the first one to admit it. I love using filters. I use filters on my pictures because it makes me look good, you know. But that's the society we live in now. No, that's I where don't. we're I at. I don't
0: give a Frenchman's fuck, dude. Oh, I
1: know you. You're you're no filter, boat no bullshit on you anything.
0: Know? I don't care. Yeah. And like perfect
1: example, like dude, I like don't... you should see Jay right now. He's like, he he's like, I I like picture him like, you know riding on the top of, like, a bald eagle or something, like, waving an American flag. Like, this dude is, like, America. Like, if you were to, like, look up the definition of America, they should have a picture of Jake right here. Yeah, with the A off of it. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, like, Yeah, because I'm wearing, real. what am I wearing? Um, America.
0: America. For sure, Defend man. freedom since 1776. Yeah. Get it at your local Walmart for $4.36. <laughs> Get it in June or July, because they got all them cool shirts. And... <laughs> But it's true, yeah. You know, like I almost got some good shirts for sure, and do and props to Walmart. Yeah, right. Shout out to Walmart. (laughs) But like the funniest thing to me, man, is like I have this happen all the time, and it's very humbling to Mm me. But I have a lot of people who think that
1: I've served our country. Yeah, I thought that when I met you. I and didn't know your name, but I thought you served your country, you know. Just That's because I'm always
0: wearing red, white, and blue everything. Yeah. You know, bandanas, hats. If I had jeans that were red, white, and blue, I'd wear those too. Like, but, you know, I, because of health problems, I couldn't serve this country. But I live by the credo that my dad, who was a Marine, taught me, which is, you know, God, family, country. Mm-hmm. You know, the God didn't come to last year but it's god family country you know what i'm saying like right. i will like one of the few things i've seen on facebook lately going back to that conversation mm-hmm. that i can actually say i liked mm-hmm. was saying if war came to home soil would you fight or something like that mm-hmm. it was something along those lines and i'm like fucking absolutely Right. Like, you'd have to fight me to be the first one. Right. And I will never apologize for that. You know? Yeah, for sure. But the biggest problem with going back to the Facebook bullshit is I know people who, like,
1: T's checking something on his phone right now. No, I'm checking. I'm just, I was just seeing checking Facebook for a minute. Don't mind. Don't mind me. Yeah, as I'm talking about people checking Facebook too much. (laughs) As I'm getting into that
0: conversation.
1: No, I just, I just had a notification. Uh, I'm, I'm just busting that. your
0: balls, dude. I know. And so, but I know people who like, who invite you out for coffee or mm. like, for a meal or something. Right. And you go, and the entire fucking time, they're sitting on their phone. Oh yeah, the entire fucking that time. I d-
1: that I won't do. If and I know I'm I'm you will If that. I'm out for a meal with someone, my phone's in my pocket. Mine's either in my pocket If my phone my rings, I may look at see what it is, you know, because I do have a young daughter and, you know, I want to check up on her if something happens or whatever. Well, yeah. I got other to... than that, I'm not going to I'm not gonna pick up my phone. Like, I mean, both me and Jay grew up in the generation. Our parents didn't have cell phones when we were growing up. They weren't even, in, like, really a thing yet. Dude, to time you know, They had my... the Zach Morris phones, but, I mean, <laughs> only the rich, snobby people <laughs> had Zach those. The Morris phones. <laughs> Yeah, I remember only ones. the D-Bags, like, Carpet America had yeah, those back
0: then. Shit, man, I remember yeah. when the internet first hit. Now, granted, my parents didn't buy a computer until I was almost grown, all right? <laughs> so, but the internet had been around for quite a while already. Yeah. So, but, like, when high-speed internet hit... Mm-hmm. My parents bought that AT and T dial up shit. You remember that shit? Oh yeah. Where you'd have to watch the little three prong <laughs> thing, and you couldn't be on the computer and the phone in the same at the same right, time.
1: Yeah. Dude, that was some bullshit. You know how many arguments I got in my family over that bullshit? Like, oh, dude, or else I'd be sitting there just listening to music.
0: Mm-hmm. My dad would be like, "You need to get off the computer.
1: I need to call my job."
0: <laughs> you just got home from your job. <laughs> What didn't you tell them while you were there, motherfucker? Like right. what the hell and my of course my dad being my dad, you know, if <laughs> if you didn't get off the computer, you got forced. Yeah, oh, yeah. We'll put it that way. But man, I remember <laughs> what I remember talking on the rotary phones. You remember rotary phones oh, yeah. with the little circle?
1: And then you yep. hit the and it would No. Yep. And anyone who had a nine in their phone number, like, seriously fuck them, <laughs> you know, like, oh, it was awful. Like, seriously, like, it was awful, <laughs> it was so terrible, but, I don't know, we have talked about a lot of random shit, but this is how every single episode is going to be, guys, we're just kind of a mixed bag of misfits, and we, we do have a common theme, you know, if you haven't noticed about our, about our episodes, but we, we just kind of, kind of like to keep it light, and, you know. And we can honestly, we could honestly
0: go all night. Oh, I mean, God. let's be honest. Yeah. But the biggest, the biggest thing is, it's about faith. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's about being real and not being afraid to say some shit that right. might offend somebody's to, ears. To not
1: be fake. We we live in a culture where it's like it's okay to be fake, and like both me and Jay, like we're like we're kind of like the resistance here, you know? Like we're like fighting back, you know? Because it's like this whole fake society bullshit is just like. Not us and, no. You know we we gotta. There's gotta be some. There's gotta be some of us misfits out there too to. Throw oh, in most our, definitely throwing the balancer.
0: And you know the biggest, the best way that you said it rather, earlier before we started this because we've been playing around with this idea for a while. Yeah. Is, you know, three out of ten people that listen, if we're lucky, might come back for a second one.
1: Right. I ain't worried. About we're those doing other that, seven people. Yeah, we're doing it for the three. You yeah. three are you three are the shit, and we're doing yeah. it for you. Yeah, you other seven go <laughs> fuck yourself.
0: Like I uh, like I'm sorry, like, but I don't give a shit. Right. Like and because we're creating the new island of misfit toys, man. Right. You know if you remember that shit from back in the day, <laughs> but honestly, I mean this one's going to be a little shorter than we thought it would be, but mm-hmm. it flowed really well. And honestly, the main slogan of this is, you know. Have a good faith, try mm-hmm. to live a good life, and at the end of the day, just cut the bullshit
1: exactly exactly. You know. I agree with that, man, like you know that's our that's our whole our whole kind of mantra here and we're we're hoping you know out of out of those three out of the ten like I talked about is you know those three like get it, you know, because there's gonna be ones that won't get it, and we get that you know you said get way too many times there yeah. <laughs> you said get like four times in two sentences <laughs> so, yeah. but, just bear with us as we're learning this guys yeah this is all this raw, is all raw, raw new. new and, <laughs> and we're just we two misfits that wanted to share our opinions because we, we do know that there are a mi- minority of people out there like us that, that will dig this you know and and, and you know if anybody we'll like our opinions
0: and if anybody has anything you know that they might want us to talk about or to cover or any advice um t has an email address
1: that you could email us at which is morethanbones one sixteen at gmail dot com that's more than bones m o r e t h a n b o n e s one, one six at gmail
0: dot com. So, and you know, that's if you guys have any suggestions of topics you want us to cover, stuff you guys want us to change. If you have any suggestions, like real suggestions, not go kill yourself with a butcher knife like some of you fuckers
1: like to do to people <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, right. Because those I will internet not, trolls. Yeah.
0: Because I Tell will you. not. Because I will not be afraid to call right. those motherfuckers out by name. Right and say if you have another, if you have that kind of opinion come meet me and tell me
1: right. and then
0: we can talk about it right be but be real guys like you know if you don't like it you're allowed to say that too you don't have to like yeah. what the fuck we have to say but if you do like it want us to cover something specific like i've said right. want to know our opinions about something or just want mm-hmm. to say hi just shoot us that email right. we we'll, we will even live. if
1: it's a healthy argument guys don't don't be afraid to disagree with us health me and Jay disagree on stuff, but we're still best buds, and, you know, and, you know that's what life's about, you know, like, not letting the little shit, like, get to you about people, you know, like, you know. Yeah, and it's cut and
0: dry like that. I mean, even if, you, even if you guys just want to say, like I said, say hi, you guys want us to give you a shout out or something, say hello to you so you can hear it, we will, and I know a lot of people say this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but they end up not doing it. Because they get too big, because they get popular, but I don't give a shit if I have to stay up until six o'clock the next morning every fucking day. We will respond to everyone.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, and well, we'll both have our emails and are intertwined with our accounts. We are, we already did that actually, so well, we'll get to your emails and we'll respond accordingly. Most definitely. So I think we're gonna
0: call that a call that a night with a good first one, so at the end of the day, guys, cut the bullshit, and God bless you.